What's up guys? We're on the air and off the books with Beth Ann and Samantha and today we're going to be talking about books that we have on our bookshelf that we have not read yet. And disclaimer, all of these books we also have in some form at one of our branches of the Kokomo Library. So you will be able to like check these out, put them on hold, um, you know, do whatever you want. So whatever you want. Don't even read them. <laughs> but but you do have to return them. If yes, you're not going to. return them, please. Thank you. Okay, so um, Beth Ann's gonna start. She's gonna <laughs> tell us her, her first book. So my bookshelf right now is in a state of disarray. So I had to like scour. <sighs> this is this actually was really hard. Yeah. Surprisingly, because usually like my TBR is like eight billion miles long. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if I'm in this, like, weird mood of, like, wanting to read specific things. So I, like, was having a hard time choosing. So, unfortunately, you're hearing a lot of historical fiction today. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Spoilers. So the first one that I have on here is Ro The Rose Code by Kate Quinn. And my mom got it for me a long time ago. Well, not a When did it come out? I say a long time ago. And it was probably actually only months ago. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was literally last year that it came out. But my mom got it for me when it came out for my birthday. And I haven't picked it up because it's, like, almost 700 pages. Oh, my gosh. And she has high expectations of you. She does. But I, I wanted it. <laughs> Don't ask me why, but I did. But it's a historical fiction. Shocker. Um, and it's in 1940 in England with um, Nazi Germany. And it is about these women who... Um, answer or try to decipher the military codes of the Germans and um, it's actually oh, I love stuff like this like this description is a mile long so I'm not going to be reading it or anything to you um, but it's going to be so good because like all of the intrigue the mystery and there's like um, just because like the base story isn't true doesn't mean like every all the facts surrounding it aren't based on truth that's what i love about historical fiction but if you are interested in like the war like world war ii type stuff um if you really like things set in england this is for you for sure and it has very very good reviews so pick this up we've got it um online and on the shelf i think at all of our branches because it's relatively new um and the cover's really pretty <laughs> oh yeah I've seen that I like it a lot yeah that is pretty but yeah it's really thick and the words are really small and that's why I haven't picked it up yet so your turn <laughs> that was Beth Ann's first book first book um so my first book is I've actually had this book on my TBR list for like probably six years um it's called We Were Liars by E. Lockhart oh. I forgot about that one. And this is like your typical group of friends type book. Something goes wrong and they're trying to figure out who did it or what happened. Um, so this one is about a group of friends that are on an island together and there's some crazy accident. And then they're all trying to figure out what happened, how it happened. Um, yeah, it gives me like clue vibes when I read the description. Um, but I've heard this book has a really big twist and I love reading things with big twists that you don't see coming. So that is why this has been on my TBR 
list. Um, I don't know why I haven't started reading it. Probably because I have 80,000 books to read. But yes, We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. Um, we do have physical copies and we do have, um, I believe we have this on ebook as well. Yeah, I think it's on Overdrive. Yes. Because that's like way down on my TBR as well. I forgot about that yes. one. That one looks good. I'm pretty sure you bought that for me. Or you oh. gave it to me. Something Maybe. like that. I, I think I stole it from your bookshelf. Possibly. Yeah. I wouldn't know. It's so overflowing. <laughs> okay. So, okay. The next one that I have is another historical fiction. <laughs> dun, dun. This one. <laughs> the Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. Yeah, I'm so that. excited for the, this book. That's the one with like the... The, the wheat the in the cover. Wheat grass blowing. Yes. So it this is about this is um 1921 in Texas when the Dust Bowl starts. And um it's about this woman who is forced to marry a man that she doesn't really know. And how um when all the crops and everything dries up, then they have to decide to stay and fight or move to California to find um a better life. And it kind of reminds me of, is it Out of the Dust? Have you read that book? Mm-mm. I think that's what it's called. Um, and then um, Grapes of Wrath. It kind of reminds me of those, but less, um, I don't know, Steinbeck is good, but he's not my favorite. I don't really like, he's very staunch. Those are very staunch books, but I'm hoping that this will be very, like, intriguing, gripping. Um, and it's going to be so good. I really think it's going to be fantastic. I've seen a bunch of TikTokers review it, and they're like, it is, like, gut-wrenching, heart-wrenching, like, I'm sobbing. See, that's that's what's so weird is because, like, for instance, like, when I read Fountains of Silence, it was crushing. Yeah. Parts of it were crushing. So was, like, um, like, all of her other books are actually really crushing, but... I don't know why I enjoy that way more than I enjoy, like, some other fiction book in it being sad. Yeah. Like, I'm reading one right now, and it's just overtly depressing, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it just kind of makes me, like, so sad that I don't want to read it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this is going to be, like, impact... I think it's just because it could have been real. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know how to explain that. That's how... I told Trisha the other day, I said, that's why I don't like family thrillers, because then I think about, like, man, what if yeah. my family did this to me? And, like... That's true. Which they wouldn't, but, like, what if? Because I agree with you in some sense of that. I don't think that it could happen to me. I just think that it makes me angry because it does happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me furious, and then I don't want to, like, take part in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but if you... Um, I've heard amazing things about all of Kristen Hanna's books, and I have yet to, like, start down that road, and I am ready for that. But it is also, how many pages? Let's just, 450 pages. It's not bad. It's not too bad, but it's closer to 500 than I'd like. <laughs> you got to round down. I am literally, like, picking all these massive books that's going to take me 800 years to read. Yeah. It's fine. No, I don't like... On my 10th year reunion at the library, you're going to be like, I finished four, The Four Winds. And it was fantastic. It took me on a decade of a roller coaster ride. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. So amazing. Um, my next book is, I think it's pronounced Circe. Circe? Oh, yeah. Cer- uh, I think, no, both of those Cersei? that you said at first sound right. Okay. Circe. <laughs> We're going to say it as Cersei by yeah. Madeleine Miller. 
Um, so this is obviously about Circe, if you know who that is. She's a Greek Greek god? Ro- Roman god? A Greek? Uh, yeah. Greek, I think. Um, so this is about... So Circe, she's growing up in the shadows of her family. She's kind of like the underdog, like just like hidden in the shadows, like not a big deal. And everybody else in her family is like a huge deal. So Circe is given the gift of witchcraft and she is banished um, to like this island place, deserted place where she's just there. And while she's banished to this place, she begins to like hone her craft of witchcraft and then turns out she gets a visit from Odysseus. If you've ever read the Odyssey, he's he's a traveler. So he probably traveled to Circe while he was on his little Odyssey. His little And he was like, excursion. hey, what's up? So yeah, she gets a visit from Odysseus and I'm not going to like tell you anything else about that because you guys need to pick it up and read it. We do have it at the library. We do have it on Hoopla. Um it's just a book about love, adventure, and loss. And I've heard great things about it. I haven't read it, but I'm really excited to read it. I did buy it. Of course, I bought it. Because I can't stop. You have to let me stop. know if it's good, because I love stuff like that. I just don't know if I can... I need to know it's good before I commit. Okay, I'll read it, and then I'll tell you to read it. Okay. Whoop. I like it. Yes. Okay. So the next one I have on here is The Fear by... Um, I think his first name is Charlie Higson, H-I-G-S-O-N, Higson. And I, I, the problem is, is that I have the third book in the series and I didn't know it <laughs> until I looked it up. So it's actually the first one you want to start with is The Enemy, which I don't have, but I would like to read the series. But it's just a series about the zombie apocalypse. I know everybody the age of 16 or older is basically a zombie walking around. Mm. And this actually takes place in London as well, which is kind of odd. But it it's about these kids who get into Buckingham Palace and survive the apocalypse, essentially. Huh. And, uh, yeah, it. I love zombies. So That actually sounds like something I might read. It, um, it reminds me of kind of, oh. It would have to be more called? adventure and less, less The Walking Dead. You don't like The Walking Dead? No. Really? Like, Why? I don't want to read about, like, oh, the zombies broke in and they're eating everybody. I just want to, like, read about the adventure of it all. Really? Yeah. I would rather hear about the attacks. Really? The fighting, yeah. Like, the there, fight can scene some, is my favorite there can part. be attacks, but it just can't be, like, cheesy, like, I'm reading some, like, cheesy horror book. You think The Walking Dead's cheesy? It just gives me, like, I don't know. Like, really? basic zombie movie vibes. Huh. That's very interesting. It was okay. I started watching it, like, I think it was, like, I don't know how many seasons there are. Did you read it? I did not. But I started watching where, um, I think his name's Neil Gammon. Mm. He's such a cutie. He's my, he's my man crush Wednesday. That man boy. Crush. He's, a, he's a beautiful it's man. man. Crush Monday. Yay. He's a beautiful man, I'll tell you. <laughs> but if you tip Wednesday upside down, it starts with an M. So, so man justified. crush Wednesday. Justified. Um, that man is beautiful. I just call it Men's Day. I will marry you one day. Um, I'm so sorry, Nolan. Yeah, I was gonna say Nolan. Um, you know, avert your ears. It's fine. But yeah, I did. I watched it when he was like, he had the bat, and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna kill you all," and he just like kills everybody. And then like that was like the most like 
mind-blowing episode wait, of like the entire did you say neil gaiman is that not his name? who is it no what's his <laughs> wait who's neil, neil gaiman? gaiman is a writer i was about to say like okay what? no that sounds no, really no, familiar what's, but... what's his name it starts it's like the same it's um oh now i can't remember you because... have to look it up now it's oh, what's guys, his name don't, don't tell me i'm an idiot i already know <laughs> negan negan <laughs> i didn't even have to okay, look but it up what's, just... real, what's his real name Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't Turns out it's Neil Gaiman. Turns out it's Neil. <laughs> I don't know what in my mind said Neil Gaiman. I I, don't I think know. I literally pictured like the front cover of a book of a book and I was like Neil Gaiman. That's what it is. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <sighs> Just Listen. ignore me. He's I was kind of confused, and I was just like, I didn't know he, like, narrated the show. And you were like, show. yeah, yeah. I know, because I was like, maybe you're thinking, because no. I knew they used to do a show after the show, and I was like, maybe he was, like, a narrator or something I don't, for that, or, I like, the host. I think I was literally thinking about books, and I, saw, I like, saw oh. in my mind that name on a cover, and I was like, that's it. That's him. But, that's yeah. That's the one I love. Jeff. Neil Gaiman. My dude, Jeff. Um, <laughs> he was in Grey's Anatomy. He was also in Supernatural. He's beautiful. He was in, in Grey's Anatomy? Anyway, yeah. He was um, a sick patient that one of the doctors like fell in love with Ugh, this and is why he I don't died watch and it was tragic sorry if i just ruined gray's anatomy but he dies if you haven't watched it by now you'll never watch it so it's fine you've got like 15 seasons to catch up on so yeah, it's never gonna happen. um yes our boy neil gaiman aka jeffrey d morgan aka negan <laughs> <laughs> honestly i was close because if you combine neil gaiman in you know okay yeah Negan. fair enough yeah i'll give you that one so i'm not but yeah that i just big went i just went right along i'm yeah. a horrible friend because i yeah. was like this she is was, right uh, she was no i'm not a horrible friend i just have a lot me. of trust in you she was scamming me for i was sure. i'm committed to this True. and i am um, and fully support you all the way yes so <laughs> so if you like zombies read that yeah all right um the next book I have is a really popular book right now by Colleen Hoover. It's called It Ends With Us. And this, I was actually reading the, the description the other day, and I just read a book that reminds me of this. It was, um, oh, what's the book that I read that I said I, like, wasn't a huge fan of? Because it was, like, written, like, in England, and it seemed like it was back oh. in the day. We just read it. Oh, it's, Behind Closed uh, Doors. Behind Closed Doors, B.A. Paris. Yes. So it's giving me those vibes, but it is um, American writing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with English writing, but it is very different. It's very, like, proper, and the things that they do in the books are a lot different from, like, oh, here we, we're heading to McDonald's today, and next we're going to stop by Wendy's. It's very, like, we're going to have a luncheon, and... We're going to sit with our friends and, like, talk about, like, our day. So, <laughs> it ends with she us. She doesn't want to play by play. Yes. Okay? Um, this is about a girl that gets into a relationship that seems too good to be true. And so this guy um, that she gets with, she starts noticing, like, strange things about him and how averted he is to relationships. Um, and she starts thinking like it's this is disturbing like how like averted he is to like being in a relationship so eventually he makes an exception for her of course and so she's like trying to have this perfect relationship with this guy but at, like at the same time she's having thoughts about her ex and like 
starting to like think, okay, what if I'm making the wrong decision? And she forces him into a relationship, and she wasn't ready. It's. I'm I'm getting the vibe that it's going to be about like mental abuse. From the, she's from the guy him? from the guy like he's like, but she but she chose him. She, she forced him to. No, she didn't force him, but he really liked her, so he's making an exception to get into a relationship. But she can't figure out why he's so averted to relationships, and she just thinks it's really odd. There's no red flags here. There's red flags. Um, <laughs> so all I've heard about this book is that it's like terribly heart wrenching, and that I will cry forever. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing themes. Can you tell, like, what kind of readers we are based on our to-be-read shelves at home? Yes. Um, Make your own assumptions. Yeah. I, I, I've I read some Colleen Hoover, but it's more of, like, the spicy Colleen Hoover as opposed to, like, the crushing, cry, sob in the shower yeah. type book. Sob in so. the shower. Ooh, that's, that's a rough book. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I did buy I think I did buy this one and there, it does have really mixed reviews. Some people really love it and some people like really hate it. So I'm I'm gonna read it and I am going to let you know what I think about it anyway. So I hope I like it. Fantastic. Beautiful. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the next? Oh, Scream by Mike Deloso or like Deloso like, or like Ghostface. No. Well, there are screams. I don't know. It's a horror. Oh. So, eh, I don't know. So it's not about It's about this guy who starts hearing these unearthly, like, savage, like, non-human animal screams. And then somebody dies. Whoa. Yeah. And that is it. That's it? That's all I've got for you. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It's actually laying in the floor of my husband's car for me to read. Wait, okay, so now I want to read it because... Cliffhanger, thanks. Yeah, I'm hoping it's as good as what it gives me, which is yeah, nothing. But exactly. you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's it, literally. So if huh. you like to be scared your I pants off, now. then read that book. But I'm a little more easily scared than most. So You are. It may not be scary at all. Yeah, so but Bethann will be scared. I will be. And this is only 324 pages. Totally reasonable. Yes, very small. Very small. Um, my fourth book is The Ninth House by Lee Bardugo. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I pronounced that name right. Lee Bardugo? It's Lee. I know Bardugo is right, but I don't know if it's Lee or Lay. Hmm. Because I always say Lay. I think it's Lee, but I don't know. Oh. You guys let us know. Yes. Or, you know, Lay, Lee, write us, tell us. This is how you pronounce my name. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad. (laughs) So this is about a person who is a survivor of an on, of an unsolved crime, and this person is has achieved a free ride at Yale, and turns out like why this person's dealing with their unsolved crime and their whole family has been like murdered. A dead girl shows up on campus. And so, basically, this book is about this person trying to figure out why this girl's dead, what happened to her, and then there ends up being, like, some, like, weird secrets going on inside it's kind of like Yale. like a secret society thing. Like yeah. Like. It's like, um, oh sense. gosh, it reminds me of, 
um, kind of reminds me of like Truly Devious or like the Inheritance games. It's giving me those vibes. Um, I read some, I read a book about a secret society, um, but I can't even remember what it was. I've read like a billion books. So yeah, I think this will be really good. It's actually, it's actually really popular, but I just haven't read it yet. Yeah, I really love the cover though. It's yes. like matte black with like a shiny black snake. Mm-hmm. I love it. Very it's good so choice. Pretty. So pretty. People have reviewed it a lot, like on the booktube and other stuff like that, and have said it was fantastic. But I have never cracked it open because it is so large. Yes, and if you don't know who Lee Bardugo is, she wrote Shadow and Bone. Um, yes, and that's out on. That's also a book, and it is on Netflix too. And she has become pretty popular. So. She introduced Grishaverse and I all think that. If too, if you like witches and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then um, this is also something that you'll yes, you'll enjoy. It's yes. like one of those kind of stories. So yes, so definitely pick that up. We do have it. Um, it was actually just on the TikTok display that I did, which is no longer up, but you guys can definitely still come in, and I can literally direct you to all of the good TikTok books. TikTok. Um, okay, my next one is Wicked Saints by Emily Duncan. Ooh, yeah. And this is a story about three people who have to assassinate a king to stop a war. But it's in, like, this fantasy world where there are, like, these mysterious gods and there's, like, all this other, um, like, monsters and stuff like that. A lot of bloodshed. Um, and the description says it's about a girl who can speak to gods who must save her people without destroying herself, a prince in danger must decide who to trust, and a boy with a monstrous secret waits in the wings. Hmm. Um, this has been on my shelf for a very long time. The cover is also really gorgeous on this one. I really love it. It, it kind pretty. of, like the second book and the third book, the cover art reminds me of, um, oh no, I forgot it already, Monstrous, the graphic novel. Have you ever read Monstrous? Mm-mm. So good, but it's like kind of like that art design where they like these old gods like um, li- exist in this kind of like veil between the worlds, and they're trying to come back in to destroy humanity. Essentially, very good. I really really liked it, um, and it kind of reminds me of that a little bit, but just a story. Um, I think you gave me this book. I did. Yes, you did, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited to read it because I think I found the second one for like two bucks. It's a trilogy, by the way. Um, but yeah, it, it and it actually came out kind of recent. Well, not really. A couple years ago, but still, it's kind of fresh, and people really, really love this one as well. Um, it's called Something Dark and Holy series, which sounds super ominous. So it's like this fantasy, like, thriller, like, assassin thing. And I love assassins, so. Yeah, you'll have to tell me if it's good, because I didn't... Okay, hang on. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. So, yeah, when I got that book, I got it in a book box um, that I had a subscription for. And I did not like reading fantasy or anything like that at that time. So, I was like, here, Bethany, you take it. So, So, it can exist on my shelf forever. (coughs) Yes. Bless you again. Oh. You're out of bless yous. I'm sneezing. (laughs) Um, Okay. For the day. So, my fifth book is um, The People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. And I would consider this a, what what I like to refer to as a cutesy romance. Um, it's got that, like, the cute little cover art of, like, the, 
um, people on the front, bright colors. It's really cute. That's why I picked it up. Because normally I don't read cutesy romance, but I have actually started reading them here and there because it's like a break from like the darkness that I do read. <laughs> the constant darkness and depression that I put myself in from reading the books that I do. Um, so this is about two friends who are complete opposites, but they're best friends. They decide um, to take a vacation together every single summer. Um, but it just so happened that two years ago, something big happened and they're not friends anymore. So they contact each other and they're like, hey, let's take a vacation. We'll decide to like fix this and it's gonna be great. And this is a romance, so I am assuming, I'm only assuming that they're, like, going to be two friends that, like, have this, like, undying love for each other. Mm. Don't know if that's how it's going to go, but that is the vibe that I'm getting. That's normally what cutesy romance is all about, so. I hope you love it. I, Trisha read it, I'm pretty sure, and she said she really loved it. So I, for, for you, Trisha, I will read it. Romance. But Bethann will not. Nope. Not doing it. So Sorry. all of you bandwagon. Or bandwagon. The cover is really cute, Jump though. on Samantha's bandwagon and read the cutesy Barfy romance. Now, I only read these, Support like, her. once every couple months, so don't be judging me. I'm still a dark romance reader, hash, like, fantasy, sci-fi. I haven't gone to the cutesy romance side. Just gotta change it up a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Just gotta do. You just a gotta like up. make yourself happy sometimes instead of like sad. Yeah. Yes. Or terrified. Yeah, sad or terrified. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I have the Dictionary of Lost Words on here by Pip Williams, which I love. And are the these name. your online book lists now? This is yes. This starts. So the first five that we did were books on our physical shelf. Yes. The next five are books that we um, are have on our wish lists or have purchased and haven't read yes. yet. Like on Amazon on or Amazon Goodreads. Or Overdrive, yes. Libby, Poopla, et cetera. But these are all at the library as well, so you can access them. Yes, there's nothing here that you shouldn't be able to get your hands on. So the Dictionary of Lost Words is also a... <laughs> It's also historical fiction. (laughs) Horror slash historical fiction. It's beautiful. I'm waiting for the, you know, mashup of those two things. Well, actually, I think I might have read... Never mind. Anyway, I'm going to read you this first summary because it's so, like... I I don't know why I haven't read this yet because it's going to be so good. I'm, like, desperate to read this. (sighs) Okay. Esme is born into a world of words. Motherless... And irrepressibly curious, she spends her childhood in the scriptorium, an Oxford garden shed in which her father and a team of dedicated lexicographers are collecting words for the very first Oxford English Dictionary. Young Esme's place is beneath the sorting table, unseen and unheard. One day, a slip of paper containing the word bondmaid flutters beneath the table. She rescues the slip and, learning that the word means slave girl, begins to collect other words that have been discarded or neglected by the dictionary men. So she, I'm assuming, essentially creates her own dictionary of words that have been thrown away or cast aside because they're not, you know, deemed acceptable to these people. Do you think the word yeet is in there? It has to be. Yeah. I'll let you know when I read it. But 
again, if you like that kind of a journey and like inadvertently learning about history without reading your textbook, history textbook, read this. It's mm. going to be so good. It kind of so reminds fun. me of The Professor and the Madman, but that's actually nonfiction. Gotcha. So if you want more dictionary-related things to learn about that, read both of those. So. Read it. Pick it up. Read it. Um, I actually, on my list, I have two books that actually just came out. Like, one doesn't come out for another week, but the one that I'm going to talk to talk about right now just came out yesterday, and I'm really excited for. Um, this is Court. And this is the um, fourth book in Tracy Wolf's series, um, Crave. And so I'm not going to really tell you about what this book is about because I don't want to ruin the series for you. But I will say that this is a vampire um, romance series. Um, Not like Twilight. It's definitely, I would say it was darker than Twilight and a little bit definitely a lot better writing and a little bit more new adult but there is a lot of action compared to romance like the action supersedes the romance I would say so if you don't like a lot of romance but you love like vampires and you love action definitely pick up the series I actually just bought tickets for her book talk next week and I'm really excited it was like it was super cheap and you get like four you get the four book series signed copies for like 90 bucks like your ticket the four books signed oh, wow. and like oh, a bunch so of other stuff yeah and i'm really excited for it and it's gonna be great they also let you like submit a question and they might pick it to answer on the book talk and if she answers my question i will die pass out Yes. yes, so I'm really excited to read that book. Um, right now I'm reading Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Moss, so I have not started it yet, but I will have it read by the book talk next week. So I'm excited. That Pick is it up. Exciting. We probably cool. don't have it in our library yet, but we have it on order. It's going to be good. Yes. My next one is actually another third book in a series that I didn't know was a third book in a series. I did a really bad job. <laughs> so I think it, you can read it alone because it's. I think the main character is um, in each book, but it's not all connected. But it's about this guy who's part of a secret like service agency in the United States, and there's a massive like weaponized Ebola outbreak that happens, and he has to go and he has to like clean up and like hunt these guys down. Mm-hmm. I didn't even tell you the name of it. It's called The King of Plagues. <laughs> By Jonathan Mayberry, and that's the, book the third no book. It doesn't have a name, no. Um, but the first book in that series is Patient Zero. Um, and it, but I don't know if we have it. So I say that to you um, if you aren't like me and are just going to read the third book. So, yes. <laughs> so, just in case you want to hunt that down, but The King of Plagues. So, I love things. I love reading about you love Ebola. plagues and like zombie apocalypses i do because i think apocalypses there's a there's a apocalypses i don't know that's a very interesting mm. i'm gonna have to look that up yeah i mean hmm, maybe i'll learn something today but yeah it's like because uh, i was looking for a book that i thought we had called the burning road which is the second book in a series i've started and it's about um the black plague coming and ravaging 
America, mm-hmm. and it was actually fantastic. But I can't actually tell you that I I am suggesting that book because we don't have it. So I didn't say anything. <laughs> we said nothing. We said nothing. But yes, anything plague related, I'll read it. Yeah, she's in there like swimwear. I am. Um. My second book is Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. Um, This book just, I think it's, I want to say it's newer, but I'm not sure. I don't know if it just became popular or if it's newer, but this is about a girl that just gets out of prison um, for some big mistake that she made in her life. And so it's basically about her trying to rebuild her life and she ends up making a connection with this guy who's like, one of the only people that's not looking down on her because of what she did um so i'm not really sure like how sad this book is going to be so disclaimer if you get super sad and you read this i'm deeply sorry um i don't know if there's a happy ending i don't know if there's a sad ending i honestly wouldn't tell you the ending anyway so you're just gonna have to pick it up read it reminders of him by colleen hoover do it Tell me, like tell me what you think. Okay. My next one is actually another, like, biological warfare book. <laughs> um, the Andromeda Strain by Michael Crichton, if you haven't read that. But it's just about um, this... It's a thriller, and it's about this deadly extraterrestrial microorganism, and it annihil- tries to annihilate human life. Also, side note, he wrote Jurassic Park. He did, and it's my very first Ooh. book I ever read. Jurassic Park? By him. Oh. No, not that, that would was be the a, first book I read I when I was read. three and a half. <laughs> I'm not that cool. Anyway, <laughs> it was also the first audiobook that I'd ever listened to, and that changed my mind about audiobooks. That book is fantastic. Jurassic now, don't Park. even get me started. Yeah, that book never read changed it. the freaking game, man. It was so freaking good, and it's so much better than the movies. But the movies are still so good. The Does that make sense? Are great. Like you cannot. Don't even come at me with Jurassic Park being anything but. Amazing. Five out of five. Yeah. Okay? Like, I... You'll those movies disowned, are terrifying. Man. Like, I will literally so good, watch man. those and, like, chew my nails still, down to the nub. Still watch them. Yes. And love these movies, okay? Like, yes. they, they could not do better, all right? There is a new one coming out in June, I yes. think. And I'm so excited. I'm ready for it. They're I, bringing back the OGs. They've been doing that a lot with movies, bringing back all the OG characters. They did that in Halloween, and they just did that again yeah. with Scream. It's because they start messing around with stuff, and They're they like, realize hey. that they are kind of screwing it up and yeah they got to go back and like make amends i i mean i like the last jurassic park movie kind of but there's just something about the first group yeah that first grouping of movies that was just like chef's kiss yes so um but yes read for real read jurassic park if you are on the fence about audiobooks it's so good and if you really like science and stuff um it's so awesome he almost makes it like this could happen, and, like, if it does, you're in trubs, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like these crazy scientists these days are trying to make it happen. Exactly. They're they are over there trying to create dinosaurs, I'm telling you, and I am not okay with this. When I watched Jurassic Park, I was afraid for my life for a good you two weeks. read it. I was literally, like, I would not go outside for, like, the rest of the day. I was like, nope, there's dinosaurs out there, and I'm not. There's dinosaurs. I'm going to get eaten by a a raptor. I think I was, like, eight when I watched it the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, 
yeah, it it disturbed me for so a good day. We had so you read both of those books. Like yes. if you like sciency, like and it really is thriller. Like it's scary. Now it's got a little bit of information, and you can skip over the weird parts. Like some parts in Jurassic Park are like him explaining like this weird, like string or whatever theory, but it's still interesting. So don't get scared. Just read it. <laughs> Um, okay, so I have two more books, and I'm actually just going to tell you them together because, one, I can't really, like, go into detail about because it is um, the, I believe, the fourth book of my series. It's called The Crown. It might be the third, honestly. I think it might be the third. It's called The Crown of Gilded, Bo- Gilded Bones by Jennifer Armentrout. And this is part of the From Blood and Ash series, and I really, really love this series. I thought that I was never going to find a series better than Court of Thorns and Roses, and this surpasses, I like, people have mixed reviews, but this surpasses the series for me. And I just think, like, the, the dark romance, like, the enemies to lovers, and the whole plot is, like, so much better, and there's so much more, like, action so I highly suggest The Crown of Gilded Bones if you are currently reading from Blood and Ash. Um, yes, go check this one out. And um, my last book is Kingdom of the Wicked by Carrie Maniscalco. And this book is about um, twin witches, two girls. Um, they live on. They live in secret among the humans to protect themselves because... I'm, I'm pretty sure this is when, like, the witches were being prosecuted. And so it turns out one of the twins shows up dead. She was murdered. And so this the other twin is trying to seek vengeance upon her sister. And so she teams up with this guy who's known as the Wicked Prince of Hell. And she doesn't Thank really know... I don't know. She doesn't know his intentions if he's actually trying to help her or if he's like the enemy. So mm. getting the enemies, the lovers vibe. I'm obsessed. Like his name's Wrath. Like how his name is Wrath. Oh, I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming oh my, my next child Wrath. Wrath. Oh my word! I love don't it. Do it. It's so dark, dark, sexy, and handsome. No, my word. This little infant. His name's Wrath. Yeah. <laughs> So cute. One day he's going to be a brooding, stunning man. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> My contribution to the earth. You're welcome, <laughs> ladies. Oh, gosh. I have one more. And it's Solitary by Travis Thrasher. And I actually... The description is awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about this guy who moves away to a town called Solitary. And how his mother starts having unexplainable nightmares. And how this town has this, like really crazy secrets and it's this like um spiritual horror kind of situation and she's probably like some weird sacrifice or something like that to some weird god in their town possibly but i'm down so sounds good (laughs) it's a trilogy i I think so and we have it on the audiobook and um as a regular book and i think it's actually technically christian horror which take that for what it it is um and there are some Christian horror books that I've read that have been horrifying. So <laughs> I'm hoping that this is that one. Um, yes. You know, Human Sacrifice sounds great. Yeah, excellent. Um, so you guys definitely need to come to the library, check these books out, um, call us, put them on hold. 
Um, put them on hold by yourself if you know how to do that. Awesome, you are ahead of the game. You are great because I forgot my password to my account and I am the worst, so I can't even put a hold by myself. But if you call the reference desk, yes. Samantha, then you can have that password changed. Yes, I could, and I could just you know do it by myself at work, but I. Or you can just call them. We can do it for you. Remember to do anything. That's your cue, ladies and gentlemen, to also do those things. (laughs) And also, we have probably a billion more book suggestions for you because we definitely have more than 10 books on our bookshelf. Oh, yes. (laughs) If you come to the library and you literally just, like, have nothing to do with your day and you want to sit and talk to a bunch of reference desk people... We're your girls. Like, yeah. we'll, we will tell you about we'll every book single book on day. our bookshelf, and yeah. you will be like, can I please leave? <laughs> <laughs> we'll hold you hostage. It's fine. Yes. Um, so you guys definitely need to tune in next time. Um, we are going to be reviewing, I believe it's We, we Were Never were There yeah. by Andrea Bartz. Um, yep. Haven't started this it. This was a pretty popular book going around, so we're excited to read it and review it with you guys. I think and you finished it already, didn't you? Yes, and I'm not going to tell you what I thought about it because that is for next time. Yep. So you guys will have to tune in and join us and... We'll tell you what we think. Yep. And have a great rest of the week. Bye. Bye.